Hey, what's up? My name is DeAndra Kiera. This is Natasha Alina. And you are tuned in to a new episode of Just Let It Glow Podcast. Hey, friend. Hey, girl. What's what going on, boo? Remember when people would be like, what it do, boo? <laughs> no. <laughs> what it do? What it do, shawty? <laughs> you ain't never said what called. it do, boo. Hell no. <laughs> I don't talk. I ain't from the South, child. <laughs> You're so boring. Hit me with a what they do, boo. <laughs> oh, I got it. But what you well, been up you? to? Girl. Um, I'll, I'll go you first. Can. I'm good. Um, I've been staying positive. Good things have happened. Mm-hmm. And oh, I forgot to tell you. I'll tell you off the air. I meant to tell you, but Eric was distracting us when we were talking earlier, so I didn't tell you. But I'll tell you off air when we're done. But um, good okay. things are like really happening, and I'm just staying in a positive space. And you know how that is. How are you? That's good. That's a great place to be. Do you feel enlightened? Like you know, uh, real zenful. It's not that I feel like um. Zen, I feel like things are happening in the way it's supposed to. And okay. that I just have to stop worrying about what's about to happen and just let it happen. And okay. you know what I mean? Like stop stressing about like, oh, is, is this gonna work out? Is that gonna and just let it happen? Just let it go. Letting go and letting go. Just let it glow. <laughs> just let it glow. Oh. Um, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. It's always good to be in a, a good space, especially just you know, depending on faith and all of that. Right. Because um, I know that's hard for all of us as human beings. We want to control what's happening next. Be prepared for every yeah. outcome. Either way, negative, positive, you got to be prepared, you know? Yes, I, you, you start thinking about things, counting things in before they even happen. Start stressing about stuff before even, like, you talking it into fruition and then you, you don't know what's about to happen. Exactly. So I'm just, like, in the moment and just... You know how they say, like, you can manifest, but you also have to work and you can pray, but you have to work. And I'm doing the work and I'm starting to see things are working for my right. favor. And I'm, I'm, I'm really that. happy about that. So. That's the blessing. I think that's the best place to be. This shit is better than money for real. For I real, mean, you know, the, I want the money, but it's just. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> like, they say we don't want that. A way is being made. I was right. just saying that ways are being made. But how have you been? What's been going on with you? Um, I've been good. I um well, I found my hermit crab. I guess I need to give everybody an update. So um, <laughs> poor Penelope. Penel was um in the kitchen in a damn um dustpan when I was getting ready for work last Thursday. So yeah, um that's how I found her because I guess she was trying to hide from me and she like um went, retracted into her shell and it made it a noise. And I'm like, what the hell is that? So I found her. So she's kind of been on lockdown. Um I don't really let her come out like that. Yeah. But um other than that, like my dad came into town this weekend. So he came and spent the day with me. I spent the night actually. So that was nice. I got to see some relatives I don't um see. Um and I don't really know like that. So that was it was cool. It's always nice to see my dad and spend time with him, you know, smoke a little weed. <laughs> Um, you know, just have some fun. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Because as soon as I can, I'm going up. 
<laughs> I'll just say that. It was nice to just, a, I just only took like two. I said, I'm not, I don't do this. No you know me, you are definitely two puff bitches. Yeah, and we good to go. Like, and good it's to the perfect go. space. I'm fine. Like right. four, if I want to get real loose. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But and normally that means I had something to drink too. I did something mild yes. to go with it. Or I'm like with somebody else and it's like, we like talking and stuff and I forget to like it's a vibe right, right. and you exactly. don't want to fuck it up being like oh hold up I'm good <laughs> yeah, like, you don't nah, want to make no the more. other person feel like a crackhead cause they still right. going <laughs> <laughs> but and literally I'm just I, I remember I was um done I had like it was like a cipher with my friend and her friends and I did like the my four and then um, her friend passed the vaccine. I was like, oh, no, I'm good. She was like, you sure? You good. Go ahead. And like, like, I'm like, and my friend was like, she's good. Right. Like, <laughs> girl, good. do not push the issue, okay? Okay, because <laughs> bitch about to see purple monkeys in the motherfucking corner. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> she's good. Yeah. Exactly. Let's just leave it alone, because that's let's the... Leave it, like, right where it is. Let's yeah. leave it where it is, so... That's it. I mean, you know, trying to stay like what you saying, but I noticed I will say next week I'm going to get back on my cleanse eating right because I haven't been for like a week and a half and I've been so tired. You want to do the JJ Smooth cleanse with me? I could do that. I need to okay. do. I want to. I said JJ Smooth. It's JJ. I know Smith. what you meant, JJ Smith. <laughs> I know what you meant, though. I always hear what you really mean in my head until you correct. Yeah, yourself. right. <laughs> you always, you understand my language. I get it, but I um, cause I haven't. I've noticed like that's one thing I will say with the weather changing. It's getting dark earlier. You know, I'm I get more tired now, and I know yeah. it's because I'm not working out consistently and I'm not eating right. So yeah. I gotta get back on that on that tip or whatever. But other than that, I don't have to blame. Smoothie cleanse. It's an easy 13 pounds down, but that's not only the only benefit from it. Your skin looks like fucking butter after you do that shit. Now, but like, this is the 30-day one. How long is this? 10 days. And this is no solids, just straight smoothies. The smoothie recipe, like, so every day it's a different smoothie. Okay. You have to make it every day. I usually do make them at, I usually do it at night. I make them the night before because I don't have time in the morning. Right. But yeah, um, well, let's do it then. I'll, I'm for sure. I'm gonna send you the um, recipes and stuff. I know Anybody I else that want to join but... us, let us know on Instagram, and then maybe we can like make, have a little like, group. Yeah, have a little group. Make a, a chat on Instagram or something. So if y'all want to do mm-hmm. the, and if y'all want to do it with us. We'll pick a day sometime to start next week. So if not next Monday, then maybe the following Monday. So right. let's get these pounds down before the holidays start. Because I was gonna say let's do it before Thanksgiving. Yeah, and I want to. <laughs> so you don't and have I'm to dress up for Halloween this year, so I kind of want to be Ooh. a little slimmer and a little. I know that's right. Okay, you want to a party? Down. Yeah, not like a part big, not like like a, a um all. Of, it's like a, a mix of adults and children. So okay. But that'll be nice though. So I'm gonna you know? be cute, you know. I wanna be a little, a little, a little lighter. And also I always feel like I kinda go not in diet mode, but I eat a lot better during this time of the year because I know mentally I know Thanksgiving is coming. Mm-hmm. And I know Christmas is coming. And with that, my birthday, and then it's also um my sister's birthday, and then I, it's also like uh, Friendsmas and Friendsgivings and you know what I mean. Right. So right. like, 
let me the, the days that I can eat right, let me eat right. Cause on these other days, I'm probably going to drink. I'm probably going to eat crazy. Goes. I start like getting ahead of the curve for the before the New Year's. Everybody yeah, wants to I New like Year's. to get I don't in a mood. Wait. I want to be already in a mood come January first. Exactly. I'm already. Like, right, it's already at the gym. You I'm already have to worry here. about it. I'm already <laughs> eating right. I already got my foods. I, I'm I'm good. So exactly, exactly. Let's get into some topics that were sent by a follower. They okay. want to it. Uh, Sweet Petey says, and like I said, every week we post on Instagram, asking you what topics that y'all want to cut co- want us to cover. So Sweet Petey right. says, Wendy stills not is still not feeling well, and guest host will be premiering next week instead. How do we feel about it? Um. I prefer that more than Nick Cannon taking her time slot. I agree. And I also I feel like there shouldn't be a rush to make her come back because, like I said, mm-hmm. I really think that she should be focused on, on her wellness, mentally, right. spiritually, physically, before she rushed back into, you know, the forefront and being a talk, talk show host. But I, I feel like she has, you know put in a lot of work for that network and it'll be a disservice just to give her time slide away. I agree. I agree a thousand percent. Did they name who the host are or is it just like a surprise? I think it's a surprise, but I'm pretty sure. I, who do you think it would be? Name three people you think it will be. I don't know. I honestly don't know. So I, I feel like they would put somebody like a Kelly Clarkson. I think she already wants She already somebody. got a show. That's what I thought. On another I don't, I don't mean knowing people, girl. I don't I think they're going to have Kiki Palmer again. Uh, I can see that. That's actually a great. She was I think Kiki before? Palmer. Yeah, she um she guest hosted before. Oh. Okay. I think Kiki Palmer is a great television host. She she did mm-hmm. her thing on that other show that was on, I think Channel 10. Um I also think they're going to get um Jerry O'Donnell, I think his name is. They love that white. I man. know who that is. Yeah, yeah they I love know him. Who... Daytime Don't TV. Don't he play loves in movies? Him. It's an actor, right? Yeah, but like daytime TV loves this guy. I don't. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, yeah. He got that skinny eye thing. Yeah, I know who you're talking else about. do I think they'll get? You know what? Really cool if they'll get Miss Jones, but they won't. But it would be cute. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, I, I don't see that happening, all. but I think it'll at be all. cute. And I think Tamar. Uh, I think I they will get that. Tamar for sure. I know that she's trying to rebrand herself, so it would be perfect for her, you know, in that segment. But um, unless I don't she know. had, I don't know if she had a really big issue with Fox or was it the production company that did the real, but I think Tamar would be good to co host. Um, who else is really good? <laughs> you know who's vying for that? Fucking uh, Jason Lee. Jason Lee want to be that one so bad. Yeah. And I'm like, he is pushing and pushing. And I can that see would be, uh, That would be I interesting. I can see it, actually. I can see mm-hmm. it. I can see mm-hmm. white uh, white um America loving him. I agree. I can, I can honestly he see He lost a lot of weight. Fun. He easy on the eye. And he... um. Since he lost his weight, he's easier on the eye. And, um, <laughs> right. I think they like him. He's been trying to rebrand himself, too. He's another, he just had his Breakfast Club interview, which I, I got think a it'll lot go of well. views. 
Yeah, I can see that. I don't I believe they're reaching out to him, but I, you know, I can see he him reaching it. out to them for sure. Yeah, I All agree. Right. She also wanted to know what was our thoughts on the girl from Little Mix that got accused for black fishing and Nicki Minaj defending her. I think Nicki Minaj needs to mind the business that pays her. <laughs> so what exactly happened again? So um I don't I don't know the girl's name. So her name is Jessie something and she was in this group, this UK pop ultra pop superstar group, I guess you could say, um, okay. Little Mix. She left the group, kind of like her and Normani and them, like their group dismantled. And over the last year, she kind of been showing up looking like black. What is like she? super? She's white, but she looks oh, super tanned. Got you know really big fillers and lips. She suddenly want to do like music with like hip hop beats and mixing hip and like you know like the hip hop uh pop music over hip hop beats and things. Right. Um. Body. So like Ariana Grande changed her look. But yeah, Ariana Grande still look white. She's mm, pale a lot white. of stuff to me. She be looking Puerto Rican or something. She don't be looking mm, white. I was just listening to Ariana Grande and she looked white as hell on the cover. <laughs> but that's my girl though. That's my song. I was I was jamming earlier to Ariana before we recorded. But no, more like a Kylie Jenner, I would say. This girl is kind of looking like mm. more of like a Kylie. Um, okay. And that's the comparison that Nikki gave but not before saying that if this girl is black fishing, then black girls need to stop wearing blonde wigs and weaves. So is she purposely involving herself herself in things that have nothing to do with her? Exactly. Just be- she she has a a song with this girl. She um is featured on a girl's song and she's trying to, you know, I guess she would call herself defending the girl for black fishing. But I still feel like it has nothing to do with you. You always get involved in shit that has nothing to do with you. And for you to say that about black women, it's really disgusting. <laughs> like But don't she wear colored wigs and stuff too? Exactly. So she's trying to be white? Yeah. So when you wear a pink wig, what are you trying to look like? Barbie? I'm just confused. I don't... My Little Pony is what it's given. <laughs> like, first of all, and I hate when people say that black women... Black women have naturally blonde hair. But like, what, what black woman goes to the hair salon and says, I want um, my hair... I want my hair... I want them white bundles. I don't want the Brazilian... I ain't never seen a white bundle. Indian... That's right. what I'm saying. I Don't nobody say, seen. yeah, I want them white bundles or whatever. And that is so crazy that people keep saying like, it. I get so mad when people be like, well, stop putting their hair in your hair. The, the hair that I use, them bitches be just as brown as me. Exactly. Like, and their hair be just about? as thick as mine. Exactly. Like... I don't know. I ain't never seen nobody use a white woman's hair for bundles. I don't see I don't... them running from Iceland to cut their hair... <laughs> but what does a hair color have to do with me trying to look like a different culture? It, I'm white, what, black women what, we change our hair a lot. Like I, my hair can be red, so am I trying to be a redhead? Then, like I'm confused. So when we wear purple hair, what is that? You trying to look like, like Borny? Right, like I'm confused. <laughs> like we 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 change our hair color a lot. We just get bored easily. That's just what we do. Everybody knows right. that. So. 
Yeah, she just needs to shut the fuck up at this point. I don't... She. It's like every time I think, or oh, this is the bottom, she gonna learn to just shut the fuck up. She just always surprises me. <laughs> she keep, no and the thing is, you got time, and this gonna go into our next topic, because you got time to be in this girl getting in her business and telling black women to um not dye their hair blind and all that other bullshit. But you ain't had time to respond to that motherfucking lawsuit, though. How about it? You and you damn sure didn't say nothing to 69 either when you was working with him. Oh, you yeah, shouldn't she be wearing did. She defended for him for snitching. No, I'm saying uh, um, in regards to him wearing fucking wigs. You didn't say, oh, you wearing lace fronts. You trying to be a black woman? Like, you don't say yeah. nothing. You was, like you said, defending him. Like, what kind of shit is that? So what Dang. happened? So with, Nicki Minaj... Uh, yeah, Nicki Minaj. This is an article from The Hollywood Unlocked. Nicki Minaj and Kenneth Petty ignoring rape victims lawsuit face $15 million judgment. The yeah. famous couple is currently in a lawsuit with Jennifer Ho. Is it Ho? I, Jennifer I Ho? Thought it was, I thought it was Ho. Oh, Ho. It is okay. like, a, like a, a silent. I don't know. It could okay. be Ho. The woman who accused Minaj's husband of rape back in 1994. As we previously reported, Ho filed a lawsuit in August, accusing Petty of intimidating her while claiming Minaj also harassed and threatened her. Plaintiff to recant her legitimate claim that defendant Petty raped her. To note, both Petty and Ho were 16, living in Jamaica, Queens at the time of the incident. Petty was initially charged with first-degree rape. He denied the rape char- charges, but subsequently pleaded, pleaded guilty to attempted rape and spent over four years in prison. According to the latest update in their case, Ho has filed default motions against them for not responding to the lawsuit. The judgment could be a $15 million, um, against, could be $15 million against them. And a request to Judge Douglas uh, Palmer of the U. Sorry, my phone is correct, y'all. Douglas Palmer of U.S. Di- Di- District Court, Eastern X. Please enter the default of defendants Onika. Basically, they want their money. There's about to be a whole bunch of legal jargon. I'm not about to read all of that. Right. Basically, they <laughs> fucking ignored it. Therefore, because they ignored it, she can now file a motion and keep moving like. Past them. It's like if you ignore um divorce papers, then right. if you you have like 30 days to respond. If you don't, then uh the person who filed them can move forward in which way they want to in their favor. So yeah, it works in their favor. So that's basically what's happening. So but you got time to talk about what this lady got going on. Everything but I just everything I like you didn't respond, but you said you ain't do nothing and you mean was innocent. Pay this lady her money and leave her the hell alone so she can go on about her life. Yeah. But you don't have no It seems like she wants that to happen. Like, you, maybe that's your way of uh, indirectly paying her without making it seem like you intentionally paid her. But my thing is, that's not going to change the issue at hand. Your husband is still going to be charged. I mean, he's still going to have to register as a sex offender. Child. He didn't do that yet. Girl, I don't know what that little weirdo <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, so Dave Chappelle, his newest special. comedy special, um, 
came out was, over the weekend. Did you watch mm-hmm. it? I did. I watched it uh, more than well. I really watched it once. Um, I did. It wasn't as well, it wasn't that funny to me. Mm-hmm. It was more so um, a deeper type of comedy where it really was to make you think. It really wasn't about. It was comedy thrown in there. Don't get me wrong, but if you know, you know. So um, a lot of people seem to be up in arms because he was basically responding to his last special on Netflix where he had made about a lot of comments about the trans community um, in particular. And um, I guess a lot of people were offended then, which he knew. He knew that they were going to be offended. Um, and this episode, this uh, special, he talks about, you know, offensive things that he said. And then he was kind of... Defending the baby and saying, you know, what a, you know, the comments that the baby made was ignorant, and you know, y'all want to cancel him over, you know, having, you know, AIDS and or, you know, talking about people with AIDS and talking about gay people, but this y'all didn't care enough to cancel him when he killed a whole nigga in Walmart and and talks about it, he raps about it, like this is a known fact, and nobody canceled him for that, for like mm-hmm. actually taking a, another person's life. Um, and basically, uh, like he, you know, went into this whole spill. I'm not going to, you know, for those that didn't see, I'm not going to get too much in detail about what he was saying, but he did also talk about a relationship that he had with a trans woman. And, you know, he threw comedy in there, but his whole point and purpose was, um, is just to show that people are so sensitive about, you know, when it comes to LGBT um issues even though he's pro lgbt he's like you know i'm not a part of the community but you know he was just saying like he's a feminist and he is you know he does believe everybody should have equal rights but you know it's always all this hoopla about that instead of it being about about things that's going on in the real world like people getting killed you know on national tv you see cops doing things you see all these you know, um, police injustice, all these things where it's like, he's like, it's okay if y'all, I think y'all should have equal opportunity. I think women should have equal opportunity, but we should also, as um, my race, should also have it. Like, y'all are so up in arms about everything else but that. You know, he's like, even, you know, like the president, you know, you had the president weighing in. He was like, even Asians. He was like, you know, the Asian people, it seemed like everybody has a voice and is defended. And, oh, the president had to weigh in. Oh, no anti-Asian hate. He said, but when it comes to us, it's like nobody gives a damn. And that's that was basically the gist of what he was saying. And, of course, all of that was overshadowed, which is what he was implying, is I can go as low and say all these things about all race, rape. He talked about Jews. He talked about rape. He talked about misogynistic stuff. He was going all over the place. But the only thing that's highlighted is the trans part. <laughs> right. And I, the thing is, I feel like... I just feel like, like I said, when we talked about that, the the baby stuff before is that a lot of it is just, um, bullshit. Like it's just a lot of bullshit, like from the corporate standpoint of like, I feel like he was fucked up for what he said and I, and I still stand on that, but I felt like the corporate giants that were coming after him, it was really bullshit because they weren't going to do anything for the community. Um, the A's mm-hmm. Walk in Philly is this month. Let's yeah, see uh-huh. if uh, Lollapalooza, Made in America, whoever the fuck else canceled him. 
Let's see how much fucking money they send to them for their charity walks. Let's see how many right. people living with HIV and AIDS get um their rent paid by Coca-Cola or whatever the fuck sponsored the baby. It's not going to be none. And they don't give a fuck. They really exactly. don't. And they don't care. And, that, and the thing is, y'all want to cancel Dave Chappelle? Cancel Netflix then. Exactly. And that's what actually that defended him. I, I got to watch it myself, but from what you said, don't really sound like he said anything transphobic. Um, oh, but he I said some stuff. Oh, he did say transphobic <laughs> but, stuff. But it wasn't transphobic. It was comedy. Like, you know, he said, you know, even when he was telling this story, like at the end, what I'll give y'all this. The one thing he said at the end of this whole heartfelt story about being friends with the trans woman, he said, you know, He's talking to a relative of this person and he's like, yeah. And like I said, as a trans woman, he said, yeah, you know, your dad was a hell of a woman. Like that's, that was the like comedic part of what he was saying, but it was still like, that was my friend though. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, it's so, it's- but he said a lot of other things. He made comments about like, oh, well, I believe in, you know, he's a feminist. And he said, you know, I believe in equal rights. So, you know, I want y'all women to, I forget, he said something like, take all your stuff and bring all your problems to me, but you got to suck my dick first. Like, he said that. And about women. About women. He now, said, oh, I'm offended. Right. Now, he said, I'm well, fucking I offended. He said, oh, I guess this is going back in the circle. We back to square one again. Huh? Like, you know, making a joke out of that. So, you know, people can't, to me, when it comes to Dave Chappelle, he's a very intelligent person. What I like is at least the conversations. He's introducing the conversations. He's one of those, you know, there's different levels of comedians. Um, A lot of them talk about, like, Cat Williams and him, to me, talk about politics a lot. Cat Williams is more political, and it'll bring up other things. Um, Martin Lawrence was more so just, like, general comedic, you know, humor, humor. Chris Rock can be like more like socialist type of humor about status and, you know, being in certain neighborhoods. But I feel like when it comes to Dave Chappelle, he's one of those comedians that really make you think. Like, you know, it's a bigger issue in in, in this. You know what I mean? Right. It was good, though. I, I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't like I said, it was very deep. Very, yeah, very I, I, I didn't see it, but I do feel like sometimes shit just get overshadowed and people don't... I feel like they, canceling Dave Chappelle won't stop Netflix for putting somebody else to do the same thing that you are now boycotting. If you exactly. went to... Because Dave Chappelle can go to a comedy club and not give a fuck. Exactly. He can't... He don't... Actually, Dave Chappelle never has to... After this special and the last special, he never has to work again. Right. Exactly. He never had to work again when he canceled his show. I was so going to say canceling him doesn't really do anything. At this point, he doing this shit for sport. And out of sport, he like pissing people off. It's fun right. for him. So if you really want to cancel somebody, cancel Netflix. Cancel exactly. them. Get rid of your subscriptions. Don't support Netflix. That's where you do it. Not canceling Dave Chappelle. And it's interesting because I've seen that all over the place. But our next story, I only seen it one time. And it was about Diplo uh, apparently rape, may have raped a woman. Right. Do you have that article? 
Yeah, so our, this is according to um, the Neighborhood Talk. So it says on Tuesday, it was reported. Wait, that sorry. This- Trigger warning if anybody want to skip this part. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm glad you said that. Um, on Tuesday, it was reported that Diplo may face charges of rape. If you can recall, a 25-year-old woman accused the DJ of recording sexually explicit videos of her without her permission and giving her chlamydia. Well, with new possible charges of invasion of privacy, rape, and intentionally giving someone an STI on the table, Diplo has decided to speak out and defend himself. In an Instagram post, he wrote, she was an obsessed fan of mine, and after I relinquished all contact with her, it appears that her only purpose in life has been to disrupt my work, my business, harass me and my close friends, and attack me and threaten my family. He went on to say that he thought the woman was a call girl, and that their messages confirmed she wasn't underage during their time of of their relationship. Sai, that's the name he um, calls the girl, Sai, will offer her friends and other people to have sexual experience to have sexual experiences with. And that's when I began to get suspicious that she was engaging in criminal activity. He then shared messages where it appears his accuser was blowing him up, although receiving no responses from him. He also posted a tweet of hers where she says he never raped her. However, in her complaint to police, she says he did. So that was the end of that article. That so, is saying a lot. That's saying a lot because the part that made me be like, no, whatever that bitch says you did, you did that shit was because what the fuck does her being a call girl would have to do with anything? I didn't really get that part. Like why? Like, like when so, people be saying shit like that, like, oh, she was a stripper. Oh, she was a prostitute. What the fuck they got to do with? Or she's a porn star. I feel like you're trying to justify whatever weird ass shit you did. And right. because of her profession, you trying to throw dirt on her name as if she's still not a person, still shouldn't be treated correctly. So saying that right. she was a call girl, what the fuck does that mean? So Who did uses you call or did girl? you not? Right, there's <laughs> a, a guy named a DJ named Diplo. Like, like just, a call girl, girl, that's giving very much old school pervert. I, I, I thought a call girl was like a pretty woman. Like, but I want to think of my. That's what I'm saying. But to me, a call girl is like a step up from saying a prostitute. Like, you oldest shit. You probably didn't beat her on the street. Maybe met her at the bar. That kind of thing. Giving very much back page. Like, right. But the thing is, Diplo, if you thought she was a call girl, so you were engaging in um, solicited sex. Yeah, which is also illegal. That's illegal. So that that does. Unless you're in Vegas. Yeah, in my mind, I feel like. Well, if you did that, what else you did? Right. And and then you bringing up the <laughs> fact that she may have brought friends on to have threesomes with you. That doesn't change the fact that you possibly one time could have did a little bit too much. Exactly. And you saying, oh, no, she was trying to include her friends. And I feel like she was setting me up. Uh, I don't know. And then <laughs> it sounds a little, you know. The weird part is, once again, where are the publicists? Why are you posting the messages on Instagram? She accused you of rape. If you did not do that, then you need to get a lawyer. Exactly. Why would you 
Y'all be trying to do the court of public opinion, but then when a court of public opinion finds your ass guilty, then you want to say guilty until proven innocent. You didn't have to do all of that on Instagram. Nobody needed to know the inner workings of this case because now even if this girl, God forbid, is not telling the full truth, Right. You done gave the internet so much you information. You done gave it all right. right. People going to put put a, a jacket on your back that may not supposed to be. That should, probably shouldn't even be there. You should have let right. your your publicists, your lawyers, and everybody else handle it because that's what the fuck you pay them for. I agree. I totally agree. Because now I know exactly how to defend everything you said. Because I know what all your main points is. Exactly. Boom, boom, boom. Let me discredit this. Let me discredit that. Let me discredit that. But the thing is, you never denied giving her chlamydia. From you what didn't I didn't deny thinking. that at all. You ain't denied. <laughs> you denied a whole lot of stuff, but that clip you ain't denied. <laughs> you didn't deny giving her that. So you know what's up. You know what I mean. That's just scandalous, girl. Scandalous. Another scandal. (laughs) It's always a scandal. And it's kind (laughs) of piggybacked on our conversation last week about like, um, about like when you working for a job, you really can't think that you have to be loyal to them. Like you do not have to be loyal to your employer. Um, Judge Judy um, Bailiff states that says he was confused over not being invited to the new show. Why was he confused? Girl, I thought you was about to read the article. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You said, oh, girl. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Blah, let me get. Okay. So bailiff, uh, how do you pronounce his name? Petrie? Hawkins? Petrie? Petrie uh, Bird? Petrie. Hawkins. Petrie. Okay. Um, my assumption is this is him talking. Um, he's, this is according to neighborhood talk. He said, my assumption is if you were going on to do something else, that you were at least going to ask me if I wanted to have the opportunity to audition for the role. When the show's production wrapped in April, um, they call him by his last name, which is Bird, focused all of his attention on his wife, who was scheduled for brain surgery. She was also a longtime Judge Judy producer. I didn't have time to think about or ask about Judy justice, he said. It wasn't until July that I called the judge and asked, hey, should I look for something else or am I included in the the Judy justice project? The news wasn't good. She informed me I was not being asked to come along on a project. I didn't inquire as to why. That's her choice. But she did inform me that fundamentally, I was priced out as the new bailiff on her new show. My salary would have been too much. I was curious. How would she know? She didn't ask me. She didn't give me an opportunity to have accepted a lower salary. Bird is currently searching new acting opportunities, but it's clear he felt like he was just forgotten about. I'm like, if I did something wrong or offended you or brought shame to the show, or if I was involved in numerous scandals in the 25 years we were together, I might understand why you didn't bother, um, want to bother in the end. That's just the way it went. I just know that God has something else for me. So they sure do. And this is just what I was thinking. If I work, like, if I work with somebody for 25 fucking years and I leave the former um network because they don't want to pay me they say i'm too expensive to be there right that's what happened with right. judge judy and fox they told her 
but like we'll make more from syndication. We no longer need your services and we can't afford to pay your rate no more. Boom. So she got this new show, Judy Justice on the IMBD network and they pay her rate. Even if they weren't going to offer this man his rate that he required, Judge Judy is worth $420 million. Mm. She could have supplemented his income. Right. He's exactly. also, I believe, a producer. So you right. mean to tell me that they wouldn't have paid this man his rate? And if he has a wife that, has, that was a producer and she has brain surgery... Why the fuck wouldn't you just have the decency to have a conversation with this man? That's the part I don't get. Where's the like, decency? Y'all didn't Where, even give him a heads up and say, we're not going to go along with you. You know that he assumed he was moving with y'all moving forward. Exactly. You knew that at the end of the day, when Fox wasn't renewing y'all show that he was out of a job. And didn't say one word. You didn't say one motherfucking word when you got this new deal. You don't. And then how can you work with somebody for 25 fucking years and not have any decency towards them? And this is why I'd be like, you got to stop being loyal to these employers. Mm-hmm. It's giving. I can't imagine working for a job for 25 years. I can't. Girl, and, and, and I don't want to. You, I work with you. And mind you, he probably getting paid really good money. Right, really good exactly. money, but she's still not touching what she got. She got four hundred nowhere near that. That bitch got four hundred and twenty million. That was before this show. She got four hundred twenty million. That's why Fox said we can't afford your ass no more. We got over twenty years worth of syndication that we could use. We can play this on a loop every day until you know what I mean to the end of time. Right, exactly. Like and that, I heard so, that show was on for twenty five years though. God damn, bitch. Really? <laughs> but she was always old on there. She always me, been she, old. She has an age. I will give her that. That woman yeah, is not because aged. she got four hundred twenty million and can pay for the best <laughs> fillers and everything to fuck uh, out. Oh, wow. Like that's just that's the shame. But like you said. I kind of blame him because at the end of the day, I, I'm sorry, but you shouldn't have, have assumed that if they didn't have that conversation with you, like you said, as far as your loyalty with employers, don't even think like that. Like, don't think that these people, you know, that people, look how many years somebody will work at a job and then get passed over for a promotion and they'll hire outside of the company and not promote your ass. That you no, like, real shit. I've been here forever. They'll and force you to retire. They'll force you yeah. to retire because they don't want you to pay. They don't want to pay you no more, and they want to pay somebody that's new. Exactly. Like you they'll know, do that real quick. I've seen it happen to people. They no longer want to pay you, so they're going to pay somebody fresh out of school to do your job and pay you pay half of what they pay you now, and exactly. force you to retire. Don't have it's no crazy. loyalty to these people. And that's just mm. fucked up, Judge Judy. And then nobody was about to watch your stupid ass show any motherfucking way. I was gonna say, who's people still watch? I guess but you know if you bored. Let me something. borrow about twenty dollars because you got four hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I got you till payday. So <laughs> <laughs> seventy years from now, seventy-five years from by then, like, God forgive me. <laughs> like the fuck, you got four hundred and twenty million for being a bitch. <laughs> Sign me TV. up. Sign mm-hmm. me the fuck up. All right, let's get into our throwback. Let's do that. Okay. 
Um, so this week I chose Rosie Perez. Um, you know, most people know her from Do the Right Thing and among other movies. Um, with her little high pitched voice and what was she? Oh, a backup she was a dancer. Host on the View too. Was she? Yeah, she was a host on the View for a while. This was recently. Mm-hmm, like a couple of years ago. Oh wow. Um, okay, but just a little backstory about um that I thought was interesting about her childhood. So I'm gonna go before she even, you know, start and do the right thing or you know, um backup dancer for um and live in color. So uh let me get to the point. Okay, so in her 2014 memoir, I hate saying that word memoir memoir. Say that word memoir. Memoir. I don't know how to say that word. Memoir. Yeah. Memoir. Memoir. <laughs> it's either memoir or memoir. It depends on your accent. <laughs> I, I'm just going to say her book. Her autobiography. Um, there we go. There we go. The brilliantly titled Handbook for an Unpredictable Life How I Survived Sister Renata and My Crazy Mother and Still Came Out Smiling with Gray Hair. In the book, the actress revealed that her mother briefly left her longtime husband for another man when she fell pregnant with his child. They moved into a Brooklyn apartment together, but things were over before Perez was even born. Her dad jumped out of the window when her mom allegedly pulled a gun on him and didn't look back. Perez's mom returned to her husband just before she was born, but there wasn't a place for Rosie. So luckily for her, her paternal aunt was happy to have her. She moved in with her aunt as an infant and would spend the first three years of her life believing that her aunt was her mother. The arrangement worked for everyone until Perez's mother showed up out of the blue and demanded that the child be turned over to her. With no legal right to keep hold of her, Perez's aunt reluctantly let her go, and a matter of days later, her mother did the same thing. She was with her mom only a few nights when she was suddenly abandoned at a Catholic children's home in Westchester County. Mm. And she says, from the day I can remember, I felt rejected by her. Being ripped away from her loving aunt was traumatic enough for her three-year-old Rosie, but moving to St. Joseph's Catholic Home for Children was made all the worse by the abuse of nuns. Now, all the staff at the home were violent, but a handful of bad eggs reportedly used to make Perez's life hell. There were certain people that were supposed to be taking care of me that were hurting me. It was confusing at first. Who's my mother? Who's my aunt? Why am I here? Who are these people with the funny scarves on their heads? The worst perpetrator was the woman referenced in the title of her book, um, Sister Renata. I think she was a little bit more sadistic than the standard strict nun. She went overboard, calling her evil, uh, Rosie called her an evil carnate and said that um, she like, experienced a lot of disturbing incidents that allegedly took place when she was six years old. After she was called giggling, um, Sister Renata ordered her to stand face up against the metal locker for an hour. Then the nun pulled out a rocking chair and kept watch. Um, after a few chairs, a few minutes, which felt more like hours, my eyes started to close shut. Bam, Sister Renata banged my head into the metal locker. Oh my God. Sadly, this wasn't an isolated incident. The abusive nun used to backhand Perez across the face regularly. Um, when she got eight, just to fast forward, because it's a lot more, but when she turned eight, she got the chance to join her half-siblings at a group home upstate. Um, she was finally able to enroll in a regular school, and she was unknowingly begin, uh, which unknowingly began to shape her future. Um, the move was good for her, but her visits home to see her mother were anything but. Perez's half-siblings told her that their mom was schizophrenic. 
All she really knew was that she would sometimes get punched for no apparent reason. Her mother reportedly hadn't lost her love of firearms either. On one home visit, she walked her daughter into a convenience store with a concealed gun and forced her to shoplift. Um, but to make it all the worse, when she was living in that group home, her half brother sexually assaulted her as well. Oh so goodness. it's really long. Like this is a really, really long article, but I would that highly so recommend sad. you guys read into this. Yeah, she went through a lot. I'm like, you I know. would definitely I'm gonna see if it's on um Audible. I definitely would love to listen to that. I I am a fan of, you know, Rosie Perez, you know. Yeah, me too. Y'all don't know. I used to want to be a dancer back in the day. So I used to like study and I used to just be like really into pop culture and stuff. I didn't know that. Oh my God, that's so fucking terrible. That is so fucking terrible. Like, what it was, was just a lot. What's the point of taking her if you didn't? Well, yeah, the lady's schizophrenic, so it was no point. But right. you know what happened? I didn't. I never had nothing like that extreme happen to me. But when I was in third or fourth grade, I think I was in fourth grade. You know, a fucking teacher pulled my motherfucking hair. Did I ever tell you that? Get the fuck out of here! Hell no! I. I <laughs> what right did I here, What did your mom do? Girl, let me. I'm gonna tell y'all this story real quick. So I had a fake cousin in my class. Our moms knew each other, and because we knew each other outside of school, we would say we was cousins. So we were like in the back of the line, and we were about to um, stand in line to be dismissed out of school. So me and her were like giggling, and then I think like I said a joke, and we both started laughing. This crate. All right, I was also in a gifted like program that was just like um. I'm smart. I'm trying to think. <laughs> no, it was it was it was gifted because it was for smart children, but it also was like a thing. I don't want to say African thing because I don't think none of none of the teachers were from Africa. They were like more of like African Americans that were trying to um go back to their roots. You know what I mean. You get right. what I'm saying? Like, the African bombada stuff, like, on school days. Like, that's how a lot of the teachers were, but it was for gifted students. It was a program. They later, a lot of the teachers later went on to work at, like, different schools, like Emotep and, you know, shit like that. But, so they had, like, a thing where, you know, like, we tr- teach to treat the students like a village, and it takes a village to raise the children. So they right. asked the parents, would it be okay to, like, spank children if necessary if anybody knows my mom my mom said fuck no like right exactly one i was never like a behavioral issue type of kid they kind of needed that type of discipline and two my mom had no problems with disciplining me herself just you know what i mean let her know so my mom from the rip told them no so when i was laughing i was not loud the whole class was loud so I don't know what made her like attack me, but I had like two pigtails and she, I just was laughing with my friend and I just felt like a grip on my hair and she like shaked me back and I like swing. I didn't know who it was. So I just like swung my hand and I hit her. And while she was like pulling my hair, she was like, no yelling in my class. Like, Wow. Like, oh, when she said God. those words, she was, like, literally yanking me back and forth. 
And uh, mind you, while I'm telling this story, I'm like, I still remember how the classroom looked. I still remember how she, how like my, I was very, if I ever show y'all pictures, I was very thin too. So it didn't take a lot to like move me. And she was a grown ass woman. Who the fuck does that? She like gripped my ponytail and like shook me back and forth. So, and let me just say this, even if my mom was okay with the whole disciplining thing that's not how you discipline any child i have never had nobody do no shit like that to me so right. that's like the corporal if my mom would have been okay with the corporal punishment that's not corporal punishment at all so i like i wind up slapping her and like i don't think it like did nothing to her but it was just like i didn't know at first who it was until she was talking i just felt somebody grip my hair and I ran straight out the classroom because I was already lined up with my book bag and stuff because I was about to leave out. And my friend, my friend um, left with me. Like, she ran out with me and we found my mom. And my mom was like, what's wrong? Because you can see my ponytail and stuff messed up. And she was like, um, my mom's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I was like, the teacher, I ain't going to say her name. I was like, she she pulled my hair and I was like, what? So me and my friend is like telling her and like running to her and telling her. And I'm like, she pulled my hair. She pulled my hair. And so my mom get my sisters. Um, She makes sure my friend get on. She will always walk my friend to the bus to make sure my friend got on the bus. Okay. And uh-huh. we walked into the um office and my mom was like, I need to talk to the principal. And they were like, oh, what's wrong? Mind you, I had been went to that school. My mom, my brother went to the school. He's older than me. My mom was involved in the school. So they knew who my mom was. Right. You know, so like all her kids went there at, at some point. And um, so, and we weren't problem children. Like we always would get honor rolls, um, citizen of the month, all of that good shit. So we went inside the um office. They made me write a statement. For some reason, the principal told my mom to go up there and then she'll meet my mom up there. So my mom was like, you want me to go up there by myself? So she was like, oh, yeah, you can go talk to her. And I was like, you want me to go up there by myself? Like, <laughs> she repeated say, Right, like... She was like, yeah. So mind you, this isn't the beginning of the school year. My mom didn't even get to go to back to school night yet. Like, this is still very new. Like, she never met my teacher. So she was like, show me your classroom. So we walked up there and... She was like, um, this this your classroom. So you can see my teacher like vacuuming towards the front of the room and we're towards the back. And um, I'm like, yeah. So she was like, stand right here. Don't come in the room. So my mom walked in. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Mind you, I'm with my sisters too. She's like, stay right there. Don't come in. So my mom walked in was like, hello. And she was like, oh, hi. She was like, are you, you know, such and such? And she was like, yes, can I help you? She was like, I'm DeAndre's parent. I'm DeAndre's mom. She was like, would you like me to pull them fucking locks out your head, bitch? Because <laughs> you want to pull... My mom was like talking to her, but like walking across, like moving the tables and stuff. Right. Like she was going to catch ass. And I guess the principal realized what she did. So yeah. then like one of the like disciplinarians in the school and um because you know like how each floor got like the person that's in charge of the floor. They oh, can't had it. it. It's like we had like different like um like dean of students type thing for each grade. Oh, so okay. he came and the principal came right on time. My mom was like an inch close from snatching that damn teacher up. 
My mom yeah. cursed her the fuck out and was just like, if you and they they couldn't take me out the class because all the classes were full, and I had to stay in the lady class for the rest of the year. Wow, people my just was, be so fucking bold. You just just so high, just so high to try to touch people, kids, and I just don't understand. I still to this day don't understand what would make her like snatch me up like that. Like I ain't, I never had nobody do that. You was comfortable as shit. Like I'm people. Girl, like, I, I never pray, please, it. Lord, don't know why I do that to my daughter. Please, Lord, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know if that lady that still talk because I know that they all they dismantled the program after that year. But I really feel bad for Rosie Perez. I ain't mean to go on a tangent like that, but no, because that's something that you know is close to home to you. I, yeah, I, I had the teacher say something. Um, I've about had, me, yeah, I've had stuff like that, but. That lady trying, like that lady, like I never had an adult, like I never Put even your hands got, on me. I never even got spanked by my grandparents. Right. Like right. I've only gotten spanked like by my mom, and it was very, it was very rare. Like right. I, I really wasn't a problem kid, so I didn't. I think that's what really bothered my mom because she was like, "The fuck, like my daughter don't do nothing." Like, and you so to think that me. somebody like slammed this little girl in the face. And on a metal okay. locker, it's like, and you're a fucking nun. It's just like, what the fuck do be going through y'all brains when y'all abuse children like that? Like, that's crazy. But that's why they had the um, closed day school in Glen Mills, right? Right. That, um, reform place, because mm-hmm. there was a lot of abuse going on, like, all, all the way to like, a couple it. years ago. Me too. I believe it. And I'll just I'll do t- what y'all want. I'll tell you off air why I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'll tell you right it's off just air. Crazy. But I believe That's a lot a of it. To think, you know, you kind of leave your children in these spaces. And you send, people usually think like a Catholic school, something like that. They're supposed to be of God and all of that. And a lot of people talk about like um, the molestation and stuff going around. But y'all not talking about the abuse that these uh, kids mm-hmm. went through. Like the, just the physical and I know for me, that's something that always stay in my mind about the teacher pulling my hair. I always think about that when, you know, stuff like this happen. So I can only imagine how like certain things like people coming too close to her can, or she don't like probably don't like her back towards people. Like, yeah, people, that's traumatic. They don't realize how that shit stay with you. Because mm-hmm. I know for me, I don't I don't like when people too close to the side of me. Right. I understand. But, um, we do have an unpopular opinion this week from yeah. one of our listeners on Instagram, Asia yeah. Lene, who's also my sister. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Lene. <laughs> so on Instagram, she's Asia Lene. And she says, her unpopular opinion, Lala Anthony can't act, and Sanaa Lathan is a step above her. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't see no no wrong. I don't see no lies at, at all. Like I, I agree see with no that. lies. I see I no lies. I see no lies. I see no lies. When I watched her, even on Power, I was thinking, "Oh, that's Lala Anthony." Like I didn't forget who she was. Yeah, even Fifty I Cent, I forget is Fifty Cent, and I don't care for him. But yeah, we'll call her, him Kanan in a second. Right. Like, but when it comes to her, it's like, yeah, that's just Lala. You know, it's yeah. she didn't take no. 
I think she's still learning. But the thing is, Hanali's been doing this shit since before I was born. That bitch still just be the same fucking character every I was going time. to say, she's just the same person. Either she getting typecast. <laughs> you know what was such a terrible movie and I hated it? It's one uh, of her you recent... about to... Uh, what is it? Um, Napoli Ever After. That oh, recent... yeah. That's I when she was with that, that white guy? No, this is when she was dating this black guy and... She cut she, her hair um, off, right? She cut like all her hair off and stuff. It was so terrible. You know why? Because this book, the book came out like in the early nineties, uh-huh. and they didn't update the book. So I felt like the 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 movie for the time period that they put the movie out, it didn't really coincide with what's happening now. Like they updated it as far as the year, but like conversations about hair, it was so dated. Like in like two thousand fifteen. Was a no black girl waking up at six o'clock in the morning to press her hair before her man woke up? We wearing scarves to be. Period. Like, like anybody doing we all are that? not. We even if you wear somebody that wear their hair pressed out primarily, they are not frying their hair every other day. Like when them curls fall, them curls gonna fall, and them, that hair is gonna go up in a ponytail or a bun or something. I was gonna then. say that. That's, I'm going to sleep with a scarf on. I'm gonna make sure it's wrapped a certain way where I don't look a mess. Yeah, <laughs> but you ever, like, been with a guy and he be like, oh, don't forget your scarf. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, put your scarf away. <laughs> don't mess up your hair. <laughs> Girl, no, I be having to remind day asses. Like, don't no, be, uh-uh. Uh, let me put my scarf on first. He was like, don't be trying to be cute. Put your scarf on. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, no, I have done that. Right. You try to prolong it as long as you can. Like, all right, I'm going to try to sleep cute. Bitch, if you don't put that scarf on. You be trying to lay there and wait for him to go to sleep and put your scarf on. <laughs> <laughs> and we was laying there. He was like, girl, put your scarf put on. Do put your damn thing on. <laughs> no, like, I agree. I, I your fucking business. I, um, I didn't really like that movie. I thought that's the one where she was with him. Like, I do remember her shaving her hair off, her yeah, hair she, off. She, it was just a lot. Like, she was going through these trials. But it, the acting was terrible. And the fact that they didn't... They, if they was going to keep the same storyline, I felt like they should have just um, kept it in the 90s or something because it just didn't even make sense. Yeah, that's what it, it was. It made for no me. sense for them. It the, was like they, nobody's acting like this. Nobody does that. Like, this is real 90s type shit. Like, we don't, we don't move like that. But you also have an unpopular opinion. <laughs> um, so, you have two. So, which one did you want to do? <laughs> I'm going to do, do the light one. I'll talk about Dr. Umar. Okay. Um, so, one of my. Is that unpopular, like... <laughs> uh, that's true. Well, compared to my other one, I feel like it is. Um, <laughs> but my unpopular opinion is so, what was that last week or the week before last? Uh, Dr. Umar was in the news for um, being brought up with a conversation with Mike Tyson and what was the guy's name? Freddie Gibbs? Yeah, that's a, that he's was a rapper. Name. Yeah. Um, and they were, Mike Tyson and Freddie were talking about, um, you know, white women in the 90s. And that's, I don't want to go off because that's not what my popular opinion is. But Freddie had made a comment about Dr. Umar and saying like how he didn't care for interracial relationships. Dr. Umar responds. If anybody knows who he is, he always responds. So um, he just, you know, his response was saying that he was disappointed that 
the narrative was being presented like, oh, I don't like white people instead of saying, I just want to uplift my own race. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to mix races. I feel like we can build our own. And, you know, um, part of what I agree with, with uh, some of his theories is I believe that a big part of, and uh, Malcolm X too, a big part of, um, what was to the detriment of the black community was trying to be uh, infiltrate white establishments, white communities, white businesses, instead of having our own. Like I believe in separate but equal. I don't believe that we have to, oh, well they do this so we should be able to do this too. No, let's have our own this. Like instead of trying to go to their movie theater, let's just have our own shit. Let's have our own banks where you don't have to be worried about being discriminated against. Let's have our own communities where you know, like, you know, it doesn't have to be the communities that people think about in a negative for urban people are ones that's ran by white people that were right. there and then they don't take care of it anymore. And they make sure to keep their taxes in their neighborhoods we need to take control of that like we used to back in the day before that whole thing with Tulsa and T Tulsa, Tesla, Tulsa, Tulsa, like, well, Oklahoma. I want to say Tesla, um, Tulsa, Oklahoma, like all of that. I know that they bombed and it was a lot going on, but we, I believe that we did better when it was just us. Like I, and I know a lot of people mm -hmm. don't feel that way, but I do. I don't think I, I do. I agree that I, I would. And the more I do like research, the more I understand how life was and you know, how we had, I remember growing up and I grew up in the, you know, nineties, early two thousands. It was a black owned drugstore, like right down the street from me. And mm -hmm. I used to love it. Like, I loved it. Like, we mm -hmm. we, we didn't go to Rite Aid and stuff. We went to this Black-owned drugstore or right. a grocery store or, you know, like, we should be having more Black hair stores. It shouldn't yep. be such a big thing to say, oh, this is a Black-owned grocery store. This is a Black-owned this. Like, when you look back, they had these things. Exactly. It's just that why do, because it's Black-owned or... Um, our own people why does it have to be less than exactly and I feel like like even I mean you had a talk before and I said you know I grew up watching like around Black History Month they always would play Ruby Bridges right right and she was the first um child to be to be able to um be integrated in white schools and she was I think the only one in her grade or the only one only child period I can't remember, but you know, she just experienced a lot. If you never look up Ruby Bridges, if you never seen the movie, if you never did your research on her, it's very interesting, but she experienced, she was only five. Right. And she had grown white adults spitting at her, putting hate yeah. on her. She is like, at one point she didn't want to eat certain foods because she felt like she was going to get poisoned. Her dad went through a lot with working. Um, it was just a lot. And, you know, they kind of make you watch this movie and it seems so old, you know what I mean? Like, it just seems like this happened so long ago. This woman only is 68, I believe. Oh, shit. She's younger than my grandma. She's only 68. Mm, I believe she's, I believe she's less than 70. Right. And she, she lived, wound up living like a very, you know, normal life. You know, she, they make you watch it and think like, oh, she's going to go on 
to be soft cancer because she got to go to a white school and she lived the same life as anybody else. Not saying this, mm-hmm. she still does civil rights and things like that. But I'm just saying, they make it seem like you go to these white schools, you're going to soar way beyond belief and you're going to be able to solve cancer and become the Supreme Court justice and all this other shit they feed us. And that's right. not true. We just want to give our kids the same opportunity as everybody else. Exactly. But they don't have to go to a white institution to do so. And I believe she wound up going back to her neighborhood schools and stuff because she didn't like it. And it's just disgusting to me. It's really disgusting. And I feel like if we do bring in more black businesses and more, you know, we have to stop discriminating against our own people. That's a big part of it. And it's, I can't wait until I can say the things I want to say. But there is a lot of people that are in position and y'all don't like your own people. Y'all oh, really yeah. don't oh, yeah. like your own people. Definitely. And you have to stop judging people off of the piece, like off of what you read between, what you see on the lines. Yeah. Like y'all, like these, at the end of the day, just remember you're better than nobody and then everybody's a step away from the same situation as somebody you're looking down on. You're one decision away. And I say that shit all the time. We Mm -hmm. are all one decision away to living a life the same as somebody else that we're looking down upon. I agree. You know what, though, I thought was odd? So I was on TikTok the other day, and there was a black um, medical doctor on there. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about there was things in medical school that he learned about racial biases in medicine that Mm -hmm. people don't talk about. Mm -hmm. And one of them was like, um, they really do believe that we have a high pain tolerance, uh, that we don't feel pain. Like our threshold of pain is way higher than other cultures. Um, They, um, what was the word? Like basically kind of stereotype you when you ask for pain medications and stuff like that. You're not going to get that easily. You you would be more so, you know, you can have major surgery and they try to give you ibuprofen, some shit that they know is not going to fucking work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the thing that I thought was unique that I feel like I know because I go through this, but people don't talk about it. But he said, like, when it comes to, like, um, skin issues and stuff, they only teach you about white skin. Like, that's why when you Google things, a lot of times, you know, if about a skin issue or a rash or something, they always, you know, word it like, oh, if your skin is blue, if it's some color that is yeah, not our shit. Yeah, we don't have it. <laughs> and it's it. like, well, yeah, like, well, no, that doesn't, it's not, that doesn't pertain to us. You know, we have dermatolo- dermatological, I might have made that word up, issues. But dermatological. Maybe that's it. Maybe. Somebody tell us, we are <laughs> Tell us. We don't, right. Listen, I don't, I didn't go to med school. So. Okay. <laughs> Bitch, I barely graduated college. I was going to say, you know, that, and that was a struggle. So, but y'all know what I'm trying to say. So, you know, it's just, um, just knowing that these, um, biases in medicine and how you're treated you know we're the least amount to get um like kidney transplants Mm -hmm. and stuff like that like it's like things that we don't talk about 
or you get pegged for getting like open heart surgery and stuff um, faster instead of giving like holistic approaches yep. to things. It's just a lot of that, that was stuff. The, what, Overly that was medicated. The, the kidney thing, that actually became a discussion on last week's episode of Grey's Anatomy. And that's so funny. I went in on Ellen Pompeo and a bitch still watch Grey's Anatomy because that's my motherfucking show. <laughs> <laughs> but they did raise that idea of just a different... Um, formulas they use to put you on the kidney transplant list that most black people don't abide by because these are um standards that were created in the early 1900s that were only based when they only allowed white people to use it oh wow like we weren't even like even when you look at bmi that shit is from the early 1800s why are we still using that standard i don't know average woman weighs 170 pounds right the average american woman like that's crazy to me and it's sad and i feel like i don't know if i ever said i don't like the word poc too much but i feel like once other people of color start to understand stop you also have to talk up for your community right because these standards don't just apply to black people it applies to you too yeah. These are white standards. It's only one that only applies to one group of people in this country. Yeah. One group. And that alienates everybody else, not just black people. Mm-hmm. And I it agree. just happens to us the most because people don't give a fuck. At all. And if you and I and, and I feel like if you become a physician or a nurse or any type of medical personnel and you kind of you don't use your um space to speak up and do more and try to help your people you're doing it you're doing a fucking disservice i agree so i commend this man for like saying you know i try to go above and beyond these are the things you want to look out for these are the things that they teach us Mm -hmm. and it's really it's crazy and i just feel like a lot of stuff in this country just have to be abolished and just burn the shit down and, and just restart. start from scratch. <laughs> I agree. Just, like, just start it all the fuck and start over. from scratch. Like they did in Game of Thrones for those that watch. <laughs> but anyway, I I, we I know. know. We, we got a boss, <laughs> So this week, um, I chose a relative of mine who I am getting to know a little better. Um, her name is Jenna, and she wrote a book. Um, the name of her book is A Struggle Within. This is a part one. And the book is about, um, you know, is mild, you know, she said uh, things that she's experiencing. Some of it is fiction, but it's about, a, it's kind of like a coming of age story um, about, you know, a girl just being plagued with you know, abuse and um, a lot of things growing up in the city of Philadelphia with poverty, um, all of the, y'all know, like everything that you've ever read in an urban book, that kind of a thing. Okay, so it's fiction. Um, yeah, it's fiction, but, you know, it's in, she is, took a lot of inspiration from her own life and other people. So, okay, you know, um, however, whatever that falls in between whatever that's considered um but anyway so she um you know just talks about this coming of age and how this you know girl you know just developed from childhood and overcame these obstacles and you know did what she had to do and no longer could be like this innocent 
um, person and just kind of grow into a woman that, you know, is a little bit tougher as an exterior, but she can't go back to being that sweet stuff. She kind of had to shed that side of her. So, um, you guys can definitely check it out. Like I said, this is a part one. So she did say that part two was coming out soon uh, when I talked to her the other day. And it is available on her website. She does not have a social media for it, but it's on, uh, she does have a website. And the website is her name. So it's J E N A Jenna F Williams.com. So okay. J-E-N-A-F-Williams.com. And, and I'm looking at it. I just looked it in. up. It's also on Amazon. Oh, well, and there too. No, I didn't it's also that. on Amazon. <laughs> so I'll definitely check this out. You know, I love a good book. Yeah. And I, I can love even a good book. Let you borrow mine when I'm done. I got me a signed copy. That was real nice of her to give me a signed one. So, yeah. So um, shout out to Jenna. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's so. also on Amazon. So if y'all... um. You know, if y'all like to read books on your phone, it's on Kindle as well. So check out Jenna and um, right. yeah, check it out. Too. And yeah, I love nice a good um, I love I love a book about Philly by Philly um authors, and I love a good coming of age story. Yeah, me um, too. Yes, me too. shout out to Jenna. Yeah. All right. So this week we are getting into the motherfucking glow up. It's, yes. This is our favorite <laughs> segment. Favorite segment yeah. I feel like we be using it as therapy. <laughs> <laughs> really, no, we really do. I know. My I friend do. was like, "Oh yeah, um, the glow has been hitting lately." <laughs> I, <laughs> I appreciate like, that. She was like, uh, "Y'all like the cussing pastor." <laughs> <laughs> Real shit though, like we bring Real it back shit. full circle. We bring it back. We you try to I mean? be uplifting, but you know, I I feel like all day, all all along, we're super professional, and we're like, yes, of course, obviously, oh yeah. And then here right. we get to be like, so look, this is what the fuck it is, right? <laughs> and exactly. again, remember, we are not, you know, trained professionals. We just talk about what we experience and how we trying to make it through. But this exactly. week. Um, our global topic is the differences of constructive criticism and shade. Right. Oh. So, <laughs> um, yeah. you want to go first or you want me to go first? I'm going to let you lead that one. <laughs> All right. So, I feel like a lot of people, especially in our, you know, melanated communities, Mm-hmm. We say things, and, and it goes back to our episode last week of when we say, "How do you talk to yourself as if you talk to a friend?" And if you talk to your friends the way that you, you know, they doesn't feel right, then maybe you should like check with how you talk. You know what I mean? Right. Um. I feel like, well, to me, I feel like constructive criticism is something that someone asked you for. It's okay. not unsolicited. It's something yeah. that someone asked your opinion about something and they want you to give them uh, feedback and they want some type of positivity. So when I try to give constructive criticism, it's usually when someone asks. And it's, it's not, I don't give just all negatives. Right. I'm going to find some positive in there. I'm going to find a way to say it correctly because I feel like I I feel like you just you everybody needs to be handled with care. 
And I'm not really one of those people that feel like, oh, I give a straight little, you know, no chaser. I don't feel like people need that. Right. I don't feel like that means you blow smoke up the ears, but just saying something with a little bit more intent behind it goes a long way. That's true. I feel like shade is something that's unsolicited. It's an opinion and it's not a fact. Right. And I feel like it has no thought behind it other than trying to put someone else down. I was going to say the intention. The, yeah. the intention yeah. is a huge part. Yeah, their intention is like, they don't want you to do better. They want you to be where you at. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. In my opinion. What, so what do you... No, I agree with that a thousand percent. I will say you are good at um, the part where you said about giving constructive criticism, but also throwing good things in there. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Because you do that with me a lot. And I know like that's something that I personally have to work on because I'll say stuff, but it's only because that's how that's constructive for me. (laughs) When I say things to myself, like we talked about last week, I know things that push me are unfortunately negative reinforcers. Um, And it just is always been that way for me. And I feel like I don't really want to always coddle somebody along. Um, What I will also say too, I think that the difference about how I look at constructive criticism, I don't think that it's always advice that's somebody asking for advice, if you're venting to me, I don't want you to just complain, complain, complain. I'm a solution kind of a person. So that constructive part will come in even when you're just venting to me. I'm not going to just bring it up. But if you start talking about something, then I'm going to constructively say, okay, well, what can we do about it? I always, I try to, and anybody that talks to me on the phone, I'll be like, can I just be honest? Right. You can take how I would I say how you want to, but know that I ain't trying to be funny when I say this. Right. And then I'll just blatantly say what it is. Like I'll I'll preface it like, can I just be honest? You know what I mean? Right. Like even with like conversations, I I think I said that to you today. I was just like, well, can I just say this? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like no, honestly, I don't think it's this with you. That's not yeah. what your problem is. And I, and and I feel like with the negative reinforcement, I don't think you need that. I think that's just what you're used to because that's what people... And I mm. grew up like that too, where it's like people say stuff. It's kind of like what I said last week. It's a defense mechanism that sometimes we do because our families do it. They tell us stuff because they don't want it. To, the first time we hear it is to be from a stranger. Right. So that when you go out in the world and somebody might say this shit to you, you won't be broken. It won't fuck you up. You you have a mm-hmm. strong line of defense. But the thing is, everything does not have to be that way. And it does not right. work for everybody. I know for me, that um, negative reinforcement shit or making me feel bad about like guilting myself into doing shit don't work for me. It has not worked at all. So right now, I'm going to start this positive shit and just see how that works. You know what I mean? Sure. I don't really, and it kind of starts to breed resentment from being around somebody that constantly has something negative to say. You know what I mean? But see now, but is it negative or is it, because I feel like it's two different things. I feel like I can constructively say things that people don't want to hear, but if you know me, you know I'm not, I'm not saying it to be smart. 
Like, right. I think that no, there is like I don't like mean a... to say negative. I, I meant to say like somebody that constantly criticize things. I don't oh, always want yeah, to well. be around. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Because I feel like everybody makes mistakes. And I say this all the time. Like, even like if people call me for advice, I be like, I don't know why the hell you asking me, but <laughs> this is what I see. You know, I'm not, you know, like right. if they talk to me about their relationship, I'm not the relationship girl. I'm a people person. I understand right. people and I understand lifestyles and I understand everybody has their own experience. So that's probably why I could be a little bit, you know, cool with the relationship advice. But at all times, I'm always choose violence for real. For real. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say I don't necessarily want to be around people that always have something to criticize. I don't want nobody yeah, going smoke up my ass either, though. I really don't yeah. like it. Like I, I tell people, sometimes being positive all the time can be super. Um, that shit is annoying. Counteractive. Too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I feel like that's toxic too. Don't lead me to the woods and shit thinking I can battle all of them because you told me I can and you know damn well I can't. Right. But I don't <laughs> want any, like I feel like people have to learn a balance. You know what I mean? Like right. just keep it a being with me and don't be disrespectful. I feel like Shay is you wanted to get a joke in here. You right. wanted to be funny. You wanted to have a moment sometimes. I hate that. I fucking hate And I feel like a that. lot of times the shade come in when there's a mixed company. I was going to say that. You know I got to think about that, girl. Yeah, like <laughs> you, know you got to shit in mixed it. company. Or you trying to, um, or what I feel like a lot of people do, that you trying to humble somebody. I don't like that. Don't try to humble me, bitch. That too. Because I'm, I'm as modest as I'm going to get. And I'm very modest. Right. So I don't yeah. need nobody to humble me or make me feel like, you know. I, I'm getting to, a little too above my bridges. Yeah. So it's like, well, let me, you, you know. trying to put me in my place or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't like that. But a lot uh, of people do that. A lot of people do that. They will be shady and, and it was it'll be laced and um, right. covered in the, oh, no, I was just saying, no, bitch, you know what you was fucking You knew saying. what you were saying. So when I say like to be a uh to be shady, I look, I can be shady on the show, talk about some motherfuckers I don't even know. Like these celebrities, I'ma say what I gotta say. My right. people. Right. And I had me and my friends talked about this earlier. I don't play that shady shit game with my friends. Right. I don't. I don't try to embarrass them in front of nobody. I don't try to mm-hmm. make them feel no type that. of way. Yep. If they, you know what I mean? I don't do that. I don't make people uncomfortable. I don't bring up certain things that I know that's going to bother that them. That you know, right. Is like, I don't do shit like that because I don't, mm-hmm. I've had people try to do that with me. I don't like it. And I wouldn't do that to other people. And I feel like as far as right. criticism, sometimes I be shutting the fuck up. I'll just be like, you know, People got to live the way that they need to live that works for them. And it's so hard for me sometimes to understand it. I really struggle because I'd be like, oh, I'm being fake because I'm not telling them what it is. And it's just like, DeAndre, your opinions are not facts. You know what I mean? Right. But sometimes a bitch be right. But (laughs) I do say, like sometimes when people vent, I'd be like, are you calling me to vent or... You want to know what my what I think for real, right? 
or sometimes if it's somebody I know that is a little bit more sensitive and I don't usually like speak my mind, I'll be like, listen, I can't, I can't keep this in. <laughs> right. Yeah. I got to let you know what it is. All like, right. Listen, like, at this point, I can't keep this in and you can take what you, you can take what I say and do what you want with it. But right. what you're not going to do, even if you do what the fuck you want and it's some stupid shit, at least a couple months from now, you be like, yeah, I knew it was some stupid shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I appreciate you telling me. I, I'm in that space now. But, but I don't, you know what, though? I notice, uh, I'll say this. I feel like I get, I've always had a lot of the shade part. And I never really understood what's that so weird to me. And I don't know if you can relate, but because um, I just had this conversation with somebody else uh, not too long ago. And I like, you know, I noticed that the shade comes from people that I'm close to. As a matter of fact, I was talking mm-hmm. to my grandma and she was talking about a friend of hers and like stuff that she noticed over the years. And I would have never known that they had these little issues. And she was like, you know, certain things that the woman would say to her, like, you know, oh, um, you know, my grandma had a certain room in her house that was just filled with shoes and clothes. And, you know, the girl's like, yeah, well, when I, I'm getting my house and it's just room is just going to have glasses in it. And then I'm going to have this. Like, you know, it was kind of like a competitive thing or, you know, oh, I'm not going to be like how you was, you know, um, working and this. I'm not retiring like you did. And my grandma's like, what? Like, you know, I didn't know that was a thing, an issue with you, the fact that I retired. Like, you know, mm. you made, you're making these comments and, you know, like, for instance, um, with the unemployment stuff, they just, you know, a lot of people was eligible for unemployment. My grandma was, too. So she said this particular friend had reached out to her and couldn't wait to say, yeah, you know, they getting all these people. They, the IRS is locking everybody up, um, you know. And my grandma was like, well, first of all, she said she couldn't wait to run and tell me that. Like, yeah, you know, that money that you got. She was, I said, well, that's unemployment. That's not PPP money that you was doing. And she was like... Exactly, like, you know, but she, the fact that she couldn't wait, you see how that was veiled yeah, under, like, oh, I'm trying to look out for you. I'm but trying you're to look really out not. for you, but you're trying to be messy. You're trying to be fucking smart because yeah, it's not even the same city. thing. Like, you know, it's not even like, and then you went into, that's why you're not retiring and, and all this, that, and the third. And it's like, well, are we friends or are we not friends? And sometimes <laughs> we not. Sometimes we just not. And yeah. what I realized with some people is like, you're not even a friend to yourself. So, mm. oh, like, wow. you don't fuck and with that's you some deep real. shit. Like, you don't fuck with <laughs> you for real, so you damn sure don't fuck with me. Right. And, you, and what I realize as I get older, some you cannot do shit to people, but some people just not going to fuck with you because you fuck with you. That's true. That's just it that's is true. what it is. Like, some people want to dim your light because they feel like it should be dimmed. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't be happy. Like... Like, say if you, like, confident and, like, somebody that has a scar on their face, right? right? But they still show up in the world. They're confident. They don't think twice about the scar. You pull in niggas. You know, people want to be your friend. Right. Right? And that, that one, you know, large score. Say somebody gave you a buck fifty, right? So you got, like, a large scar on your face. You Most people wouldn't be able to have that confidence to walk around like that, right? Right. And they'll be like... Oh, you know, you um have you ever looked at this uh surgeon? They do this. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I know for people me, like that. having a gap, somebody some people would be like, Oh, you you wanted to, you know, close your gap. You should do I my But gap didn't we talk seen. about this before? Didn't I mention yeah. it about how a lot of my insecurities came from outside 
like Forces. not from it wasn't me it's other people projecting and right. then it made me insecure about certain things about myself because that you never people, think about right that, that i never would have thought about and i would have never highlighted and it's like is 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 um mirrored behind oh i'm just trying to help mm-hmm. i mean it, it, i'm just trying to help i want you to be your best self right but it's like i'm cool though I'm confident. Right. I'm still me. I'm still smiling. Uh-huh. I'm still walking. Mm-hmm. Niggas seem to love it. They don't. Exactly. They don't bring up nothing. You know what I mean? Exactly. Peace it's is still hit. You good. And right. I think with the criticism, sometimes you just gotta ask: Is it necessary? Right. You know, it's like gray in a paper. It are, is this necessary to point out? You know, when your teacher say, "Oh, this grammatical errors." I had a professor. She didn't agree. When we talked about a topic in class, she didn't agree with me, right? Right. She was like, you know what? If you do write about it and we going to say, when she graded my paper, she didn't agree with nothing I said. But she said, you, you, the only criticism I can give is some grammatical errors and you can fix it. Everything else, perfect. She didn't right. agree with shit I had to say. Right. She didn't put no criticism about my topic because I backed that shit up. I stated why I felt the way I felt. Right. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. when you give criticism, make sure you have your ducks lined in a row that is necessary for this person to know about this. It's necessary for them to address this. It's it's absolutely necessary for their well-being. If it's not, then keep that shit to yourself. Because sometimes I can see certain things that people do and I'd be like, that makes no sense to me. But it's not supposed to make sense to me. Right, exactly. But if I see somebody walking in a path that I love and they they seem to be walking in a path that I kind of feel like could be detrimental in the future, I'm going to say what I have to say. And I'm going to say, I'm just, you know, I apologize if I hurt your feelings. But, you know, it's coming from a sincere place. They right. are everybody around me is grown as hell. After that, you make the decision that's best for you, and I'm gonna support it. Right. I can't support all of them. Though. I, I, I don't I hear you. I, I, <laughs> I can't. I can only support. <sighs> it's not just support. I'm gonna live with your decision because it ain't gonna. It ain't stopping me from sleeping at night. I don't pay your bills. I don't take it care depends. of your life. A nigga put his hands on you. I can't support that. I'm sorry. I can't just support certain. it. I <sighs> can't support it, but I know that that makes sense for you. Mm. If it makes sense for you, mm. that's all I can do. I can only be a person that say, you know what? That does not make sense to me. In my opinion, you deserve way more than this. If you are ready, let me know. Right. That's it. After that, I'm a, I just have to pray for you because that's stress on my heart. That's taking shit off of my life by being worried yeah. about somebody that's not worried about their own life. I can't do that no more. Mm. So if that, that makes sense for you to be in a relationship where somebody might be abusing you, that just got to make sense for you and you got to be okay with it. I can't live like that worrying about you. And yeah. I pray because you be stressed about them and they be laying up with the nigga like he ain't just black hair shit. Mm-hmm. Happy, but and you're worried. That's crazy. Because you know that the shoe gonna drop and they're living in bliss 
by by acting like these things aren't going to happen. And you just have to be okay and just say, you know what? When you ready, I know this resource. You can come here. This is what we'll do. And that's that. I'm not bringing up after like, oh, well, you should have been left a nigga. Like, I'm not doing yeah, that. Why I wouldn't say that. Right. No, I'm just saying. Right. Certain shit that don't make sense to me. I can't stress about it. It ain't my life. Yeah, it just can't be brought to me. I'm it just, just sorry. No, but I can't about, be around but it. But one thing about it, you ain't about to have, you ain't about to bring the refrain, the refrain around me. I'm sorry, girl. I don't want to hear it. You, I don't want to see it. I, I don't want to engage. About, one thing about me, everybody that know me for real, don't bring me around no bullshit. If I don't fuck with a person, don't put me in a room with them. Right. I'm period. And then get because mad at it's me. It's not going to be what you want it to be. I'm not the person. I'm not going to fake it. I right. can't smile and not. <laughs> and I not doing it. And I, my mom would tell you that since I've been like that since I was a child. If I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you. And right. I'm not the smiling eye type of bitch. Now you gonna live your life and you my people. I still love you, but I'm not about to shake hands and kiss babies about no shit about this. Exactly. No. If I really don't agree, don't put me in a room with this, and I'm not gonna be in a room. Period. And I don't give a fuck what it is. Yeah. And if you get married to some, and I'm just using the abuse situation. If you get married to the motherfucker, congratulations. I ain't standing up before God for this shit. Girl, <laughs> that's blasphemy. Like I, I ain't standing. All so these hypocrites in here. I be looking around. Everybody like, are y'all serious? So ain't nobody gonna say nothing. Y'all just gonna let and this it, happen. And, and sometimes, you know, and I just had to talk with a friend. Sometimes it's mad annoying to be the one that always got something to yeah, say. Yeah, because then you the problem. So what I learned <laughs> is, what I start doing is, I start shutting the fuck up. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. Don't hit me with no side conversations about how this shit don't make sense. Exactly, but in, in that person face, up. everybody's so you know. And team, then wait for me to speak up, and then mm-hmm. when so they don't get talk mad shit. at me, yep. when they mad at me, now I'm the culprit. Now I'm the bitch. <laughs> yep, yep, like girl, and that's that's part of the problem, and, and that's why you I know constructive criticism is something that's asked for. Shade is never X for it. You know what I mean? And Shade's intention is the malice behind it. Yeah, it's, it's the a, malice. It's to, it's to make you feel, it's not to help you, it's to hurt you, like you said, bring you down the peg. Like, it's, you know, Shade, you know, especially passive-aggressive Shade. Like, don't say something to me like, oh, oh yeah, girl, I seen you uh, gain a bit of weight or something. Like, that's not fucking helping me. But, but if I you... say, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, don't say some shit like that to me. But if I can see, you know, okay, like we said last week, okay, well, you know, I need to work out or whatever. And I'm if I'm just talking in general, you know, you can offer to come along with me. I do that to right. people all the time. I'm always like, mm-hmm. oh, well, just like we did earlier. You said, oh, well, you want to do this uh, cleanse with me? Yeah, that yeah. is constructive. It's the difference between being like, Oh girl, oh when the last time you um oh, you ain't get your nails done, huh? What is it? You going through some stuff? Don't do that. Don't do me like that. Don't, don't fucking are you gonna you can only say that if you be like, Oh, I know this, you know, you've been working hard and you've been budgeting. Um, you haven't been getting your nails done. I know you usually like to out pay you know, let's go right. to the nails line, I got you. Right. Like that's different, you that's know. That's different. But- but the people oh, know girl, what they do. Oh, girl, you ain't got your nails up. Like, right. But I was just saying, just to even to show the two different things about, like, the thing you said, like, about the DV stuff, the co- constructive criticism would be 
hey friend, I don't think that this um, is a situation you should be in. I think that, you know, you're going to wind up being hurt. Things can go too far. You know, if there's any resources, if you need something, let me know. Like, you don't have to stay in this. No matter what this person tells you, you do not have to be in this situation. There's always an out, right? Right. That's constructive, right? The shade would be, damn, bitch, you still letting that nigga hit on you? Mm. You get what um, I'm saying? Right. You better than me. Right. You is better than me. You a better bitch than I am. That's he the shit. Your eyes like, girl. And what you did? Oh, yeah. You ain't that. cool, huh? <laughs> Couldn't right. be me. That's right. the shade. Right. That's the shade. That yeah. does not help right. that person move forward. But right. the constructive criticism, like, I don't know. You deserve better than this. I don't think that, you know, this is going to do anything for you positively. You need to move around. Like, yeah. figure it out. Those are two different very things. And that shit feel different. Because it's shame and shade. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I agree. But you know what? I'll say this. Only because I experienced it more than once, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, my throat is itching. Um... I noticed when I, uh, it's been all week, y'all. What I noticed is when, let's say that using DV again. So when I tried to, only in my experience, when I tried to play the, oh, well, resource, you deserve better, that nice card, I realized I'll still keep getting the conversations about the motherfucker. And I'm sorry, it's only so much you that get I can the conversation keep hearing. Regardless. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. When I'm kind of firm about shit, like, you know what? Um, Well, you know, because I don't like don't bring him around me. I don't say no, like you better than me, but I'm one some, you know, like, well, girl, I'm just let you know right now. Like, I can't like I can't sit down and break bread with him. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm a woman first and I don't care if it uh, isolates that person from me. I'm sorry. I can't be fake and I'm not going to sit here and come to a gathering at your house and I know he's there. But I don't think that's shade. I think that is the criticism. I think the shade Oh, well, they is, take it as that, though. That's what well, I'm they saying. They just take it as offensive, right? Yeah, they're they don't offended. like it. Even like what I described before, you know, like here's the... They're going to be offended because they're in shame. Mm, that's a shame. Um, they're further, deeper into... They're buried in it. You add into their trauma. Because now that shit you saying, that smart shit, they hear that in their mind. Right? right, but the criticism is just gonna play in the back of the mind when they when it's time for them to get have that 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 enough moment. You know what I mean? Like Jay, right? Yeah, yeah. That's gonna play like you know what this person they're right. They got me right. They gonna make sure I'm good because a lot of times the person that get that shade shit won't let you sleep on a motherfucking floor. I agree. You know what I mean? So I think it's one thing you have to create when people do things that aren't healthy for themselves and it triggers you, it's okay to Mm -hmm. create boundaries for yourself, right? Like, listen, I can't, when you ready to move around, I can be there for you. Until then, for my own sanity, I can't hear about it. Right. And I can't act, and if I see bruises on you, I can't act like I don't see it. Right. I just can't do it. You know <laughs> what I mean? And it's just about anything in life. Like, it could be anything, you know? Like, I'm mm-hmm. just not going to make sure. I'm not going to 
make nobody feel like shit. Right. That's just obviously not you already do if you think that you if that's something that you deserve. Yeah, you don't feel I like you deserve better than this. Yeah, most like, things I just can't make on? anybody feel like shit purposely. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where the shade come in instead of the the uh, constructive criticism. You yeah. know, shade is shameful, is never asked, is is uncalled for. You never ask for it, and it does nothing to positive criticism. Constructive criticism sometimes is things that can help you grow, things that can mm-hmm. make you a better person. Like I said, with the writing analogy, it makes you a better writer. It makes you a better, right. um, like if you teach it, your style of teaching or somebody gives us some things about like mic techniques on a podcast or, hey, I right. think, you know, this topic might be good. Or maybe if y'all switch this around, that would be cool. I really enjoy the show. Those are constructive criticisms. But right. throwing shade, that does not help nobody. That's going to help you to an ass whooping. <laughs> Do every show you have to talk about fighting. <laughs> every <laughs> show you got to throw something like that. Just the FYI, because don't try me every time, child. Just to let you know. <laughs> but, well, I want um, y'all to tell us any experiences that y'all had with like shade that was veiled in constructive criticism or maybe, you know, constructive criticism that you took as shade. Right. Um, or if this know. helped you understand when somebody gave you constructive criticism, if you understand the place they were at. You know what I mean? Right. Like where they were coming from. And that way you can distinguish whether or not it was shade or not, or was it genuine concern about your well-being? Right. Or what did you do? What did you do? Right. In the future. Like, yeah. what, 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 what have you done? Where people can decipher between the two, because right. it's a thin line. It is. Um, and thank you guys for listening to us this week. Again, yeah. if y'all want to do the JJ Smith smoothie cleanse with us, mm-hmm. um, DM us on Instagram. Maybe we'll come up with a group chat, and yeah, um, nice. so that we can all be accountability partners. It is ten days. You can either do two meals a day, or you can do three. Um, three, three, all three meals. I, I don't know. I might do two. I might do three. It depends on the day. Two but replacements, like the smoothies is a meal replacement. Okay, and then one meal, or you could do all three meal replacements for oh. ten days. So, oh, um, if y'all want to do that with us, let us know. We can pick a date, and we can all be accountability partners and do the best we can. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening to us. You can follow us on Instagram at JST Let It Glow and Twitter at Just Let It Glow. Um, we are on Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud under Just Let It Glow. Um, thank you guys for listening. Be sure to rate and review on Apple. Um, share, right. tell a friend about how much you love us and you fuck with us. Like, let them know if you on Twitter, it's tweet it. And exactly. if you on Instagram, share it in your story. Share let your it. folks know. Right. Y'all exactly. fuck with us. And if y'all got anything going on, any confessions, any advice you want, anything at all, please feel free to email us at justletitglowpod at gmail.com. And that is our show. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week.